three, two, one. Sober in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. Hey, welcome back to the Sober in the States podcast. Chris, we started with 47, but only four remain. And wow. the CONCACAF Newcomer of the Year, Owen Goal, continues to push for the Golden Boot in all the league's cup dramatics but before we get into all that stuff chris the mls card guy is here with me as always how are you bud i'm tired man it was a light late 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 night last night the lightning delay didn't get started till 10 p.m got the uh got the game in after midnight i didn't get home till 3 a.m it was it was it was a rough one for sure but we're gonna we're gonna fight through this uh speaking of own goal by the way some crazy finishes from uh, from own goal. Yeah, I've never seen some of the own goals that I've seen in this tournament. Like one hundred percent wonder kid. If you aren't yeah. scouting this guy on so rare data right now, what is wrong with you? Just Gotta be banging hundreds every week. One hundred percent, like unarguably the greatest header I have seen of all time. Yeah, Farfan. You can't even argue that. You can't even yeah. argue it. No, the, the, the power behind that header. Look, at the end of the day, you get one shot to assist a Messi go- to get an assist for Messi, right? And he took a shot. Yeah. He shot a shot. He slid in those DMs. He was like, "Hey Messi, what's up? Let me uh, let me slide in real quick and uh, do this thing." So, Wonder Kid Owen Gold, Golden Boot of the Year of the Millennia, right there. He's was it the worth guy. it? That's the question. Was it worth it? It has to be, right, dude? For the rest this of his life, means they don't have to travel anymore now. You know, it, that did the travel. Obviously, travel. If you travel, you lose. Yeah. That's it. That's it. What's the motto That's on the it. MLS? If you play at home, you're going to win. That's it. See? Yeah. But no, uh, I, think, I think it was big brain play. I think he just outfought everybody there. Look, at the end of the day, right? He's going to be able to tell his friends and family for the rest of the life that he put in a goal off of Messi's foot. That's it. Is he going to want to tell people that, though? Like, he didn't play on Messi's team. You know? They don't need to know that. What are they going to do? Look at the box score? No, they're just going to be like, oh, you scored a messy goal? That's incredible. Wow. Never going to have to pay for a drink in his life ever again. Ever. In, in Miami, maybe. Not in Dallas. In Dallas, he's got to play double the price of everybody else. We, we, don't, we don't read the fine print here at So Rare in the States. But there's not much going on. There's just League's Cup. It's at the end. League's Cup was a lot more fun when there was uh, games on every night. But like I said, there's only four teams left. We had dramatics. We had all that. I don't think Silver really dropped any news for us, so this is going to be probably a short episode because uh, there goes half the stuff I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? But let's get right into it. Chris, did you watch any of these games? Did you watch any of the highlights? Anything that stood out to you? Where do you want to go? There were four games. Yeah. Where do you want? Where do you want to start? What? Uh, let's start with our guy Trippin B, who oh, no. has been crying for the last few days here. And rightfully so. I mean, Miami just kind of whipped them, you know? And I, I feel like, I don't know if Miami's just getting better and better or if they're, like, actually able to practice now and they're like, hey, maybe we can do this to, to help things out. But, like, is this team going to make the playoffs? I mean, I hate to say this, right? Because they're dead last. They're dead last. They're almost mathematically eliminated. But is this team going to make the playoffs? Ah! Uh... Okay, first, 
mathematically, it is very, very unlikely for them to make the playoffs. Is it's it be tough? From what they we have to win like all of them. Yeah, they literally have to win out basically the last 10, 11 games of the season. I I mean, can they do it? From everything that we've seen from League's Cup, I was like, if you have Messi on your team, you can do whatever you want. Like anything could happen. Which granted, yeah. this this was the only game where they re- well, this one maybe Cruz Azul, but he didn't even really play in that game that like they they just dominated the entire game. Charlotte just they didn't him. did yeah. They they, yeah. they they bopped him over the head. It just at the beginning, I think Charlotte came to play. Uh, but they, they just didn't have it, man. They they fell apart really, really easy. And then Robert Taylor and Messi Messi wasn't even like a big part of this game. This was like probably the first game where it didn't really run through Messi. Like, yeah, he got his goal. Yeah, he did it, but it was everybody else, right? They they almost like overcorrected what every other team did and just completely knocked him out of the game. And just like, every, everybody else no. was like, all right. <laughs> They're like, this guy will not beat us. Everybody else is probably going to beat us, but like this guy won't. Yeah. He still beat them. And it's still got a goal. It's hard though, because it's one of those things where you want to go, oh, the quality of Messi and MLS defenses and rosters just don't allow for like the quality defense that's going to stop Messi. And like, one, Messi's going to do this wherever he goes. And true, but he's not going to face college kids from last year who make $86,000 a year. Also, very, oh, that is, that is also very true. That is, I'm not I'm not denying that, right? I'm not saying that's not fact, but there's a lot more factors to it. And like this is a good example. Because for the last couple of games there's been so many just weird bad calls that have skewed Miami's way to the point where like now they're like too afraid to touch him again. But they're too afraid to touch anybody. Very early on awful got a penalty, which just kicked off the entire thing. And then for the rest of the game, they were too scared to step up to anybody. The Yedlin goal. If you go watch the replays, Yedlin in the box, at the end of the box, stood there and had seconds to just pick out his pass to Robert Taylor for the goal. And then it happens again at the end of the game where they just like, they're too afraid to approach these guys in the box because they know they're going to get a soft pen. So they just let them sit and pick out the pass for an easy goal. It is, it is insane. Me- Messi's going to win everything. Fuck it. I'll say it. I don't care anymore. Just get it over with. Get me, get push me four years in the future. Over. So going back to my original question, they're they've got twelve games to play, and they're twelve points back of DC. Jesus, they're fourteen back of Chicago, and they are seventeen back of Atlanta. Can they catch anybody? Chicago's up in the air. Atlanta, maybe they've they've had time to recoup. They've had time to get everybody healthy. Uh, they gutted their defense, but maybe they can kind of get everybody on the ah. I mean, there's I mean, seventeen points in twelve games to make up. Like you got to be pretty bad as Atlanta to give them an opportunity to make that ground up. But who's to say they don't win out? All the all the rest of these teams have a case to like games that they can drop here and there. They don't all have Messi that can come in and score a winner at any moment that he feels like. That's that is the diff- that is the catalyst to all this. It's like, yeah, but who's more likely to drop points? Someone with Messi or without Messi? That's- well, let me ask you this question. How many points does Miami drop the rest of the season? I would have to look at their schedule. So here's their schedule. They play after this tournament gets done, they right. immediately go into U.S. Open Cup semifinal against at Cincinnati, right. uh, which so is a hard place to play. Good luck there. Th- thank goodness they weren't playing 
at Pittsburgh Riverhounds because Lionel Messi could not have handled that. Um, then immediately on the weekend, they're in New York at New York Red Bulls, and then they host Nashville. Then they go to LAFC. Then they Ooh. host Kansas City at Atlanta, host Toronto at Orlando, that host New York one. City at Chicago, which is going to be a massive game. Jesus. Uh, Cincinnati at home and then at Charlotte. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six more games on the road. So they drop from those. See, that'll be the interesting thing, because if you go back to that FC Dallas and Miami game, which was right after the last episode that we recorded, so it may be a little further away in our minds, but that 4-4 thriller, Miami was going to lose that game. Like yeah. FC Dallas oh, yeah. came out, they dominated. FC Dallas had them. Like, if it wasn't for yeah. just a bunch of mistakes and own goals, once again, because there right. was a lot of them, like, it didn't look good. They got frustrated. They got flustered. They played in the heat away. Like, they didn't really show. But but then again, Messi just did what he did, got a couple free kick goals. <laughs> just, like, it's so hard to count him out. But I think, like, especially the away games, too, out of any of the games that are, like, the hardest that are away games are the ones that are going to be extra spicy. So, yeah. There, there is a chance. But think about that, though. Like that game against Dallas, they won, right? Right. In MLS, that's a draw. You, got, you just lost two points. Yeah. That's what. That's what I'm you saying. Know? Like it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna, the real test is gonna be those games on the road, which really dictate. They haven't played anybody on the road except Dallas, and they yeah. only drew that game. Yeah, and they struggle. And now they go to Philly. Do they? Are they gonna win the semi? Are they gonna beat Philly? Dude, Subaru. Are Subaru. they gonna advance? They gonna advance past Philly? Because it could get through on PKs again. Ah, uh, I don't know, but I that is I am so excited for that game though. Philly, that's gonna be Philly, a fun game. Philly and Messi in Subaru Park in Philadelphia. They don't play around. It no. is it is gonna be a very chippy. Philly's getting in form. They're getting in shape. That's true. And and Philly and Philly's you know? getting to the point where they are looking really nice. Uh, even though Carretero, they uh, they 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 really it took him for a ride in this game in the in the quarters. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting. I think that uh, honestly, that game's gonna come down to referees and how the game is refereed because you you have so many personalities. Uh, like both these teams are really gritty. You're gonna have Jose Martinez, you're gonna have Gazdog and Jack Elliott, and like dude, they're. I feel like it's gonna be one of those games, almost like the Orlando game, where it's gonna be very physical, very tough. It's gonna be very heated, very flared. I'd be surprised be on the road. Yeah, and Philly Philly's a tough place to play, man especially like you said it really is it, it it is a tough place to play and uh that place sold out on a weekend under the lights is definitely incredible so it, it, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun to watch it'll be good to see i i don't know man especially now that lafc got knocked out too uh miami miami has to make it to the final right it's the only way this is the way i don't know man monterey philly looks real good looks real good my call's looking decent <laughs> Uh, Philly's also played the last six games at home, which is interesting. They've played Guitero twice, beat them both times. They drew Red Bulls, but won on PKs. They drew DC, but won on PKs. Then they beat Tijuana and NYCFC. Um, they haven't lost at home. Uh, I'm still going back. Was it Orlando? Like at the beginning of the year? Orlando. Let's go. March 2023 is the last time they lost. Guess who was at that game? Uh, I was. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Way days. You Let's... might have to go. You might have to go and support Messi <laughs> Dude, just so they can get through. So basically what you're saying is I had to fly to Philly so that I could make sure that yes. Messi gets knocked out of the League's Cup. No, make sure he gets through the League's Cup. Why would if I want go, he'll get knocked out. Why would I want that? I don't want that. No, if He's I go, if I go, Messi's gonna win. That's that's the problem. See? No, if you go, you're bad luck for Philly because that the last time you were there, they yeah, lost. I don't want to be bad luck. I don't want Messi to win anything. So then don't go. I'm not gonna go. That's what I just said. All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> Miami's going down. Miami is going, going down because I'm not going to the game. That 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 that, that was my master yeah. plan this entire time. A hundred percent accurate. There is no questioning it. This is this is the way. Okay, here's a question for you. Does Jose Martinez get a red card on Messi? Ooh. What's the over-under on a Jose Martinez on a nasty tackle to Messi? On just a nasty tackle? I I think it's almost a guarantee he gets a yellow card in this game. For sure. Almost a guarantee. I mean, I'd say like nine times out of ten, he's getting a yellow card in this game. Yeah, and I don't know about a red. I feel like he's... He's like he plays on the edge, but he's so smart, you know. Like he baits Some, stuff out of other people. Sometimes, that's that. Uh, that's true, though. And yeah, he can be reckless, but like he's also very like he knows exactly what he's doing. I will say, like watching him this year, he's a little less reckless. I will say he's he's a little he's he's he's, he's yeah. getting a little older. He's getting a little smarter. Uh, they aren't as nasty, but yeah, he's still just arguing with people. And this Carretero game, man, from the very beginning, he was dancing. He was getting in people's faces. He was pushing people around. It's just, you love to see it's it. It's more like Felipe Martins now. And kind of older and knows what he's doing yeah, more. Exactly. And it's a revenge game for Damian Lowe. Who uh Oh <laughs> Damian Lowe revenge game? The Damian Lowe revenge angle. No one saw that coming. <laughs> he is uh he's such a hothead dude. He 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 almost he almost got in a lot of trouble this game. Uh the referee actually went up to Andre Blake at one point and was like Yo, you need to go tell this guy to calm down because he was just, dude. Like he he was getting he was getting heated. That's that's another one where if he plays this game in a revenge game, it's gonna be spicy. He's gonna be in his head. It is a, it's a recipe for disaster. It's yeah. That and that's the thing going going on that conversation where like I I hate that every episode is just a messy episode, but dude, it's just it's in the air. It's. Going up against Messi on both sides, whether you're playing against him or with him, like that is your one chance. You know the entire world is watching. Like everybody yeah. is playing to the next level, and we don't know what we're gonna get. So they're I don't I'm tired of talking about Messi. Messi's gonna win everything. I'm gonna be very upset. You realize we're gonna talk about Messi for the next like three years. That's I know. Pretty much just gonna be it. But don't get it twisted. I'm not till that... Mbappe comes. <laughs> oh. talk about Mbappe. Oh, and Neymar, Mbappe Neymar. Come on. It's tearing up the MLS. Uh, Neymar's going to Saudi Arabia, my guy. All right, we'll see. We'll see. It's not happening. Orlando is not getting Neymar. Yeah. They did so badly with Pato that they can't have another Brazilian ever again. But we had Cacau, though. That's the thing, right? We're, we got all the Brazilians. We get all the Brazilians Correct, here. But you, we used you to have Brazilian owners. Well, yeah, You messed up the last one, though. What's because so our, You can't get another one. It's because our owners sucked. And that's why the that's why we got that NFL money, baby. Well, that's that's, that's my thing. All right, let me ask you this. Well, I was won't come. I was talking to someone else about this the other day. What in what world? Because you know the whole league right now is looking at this whole messy thing and like just drooling at the idea of just bringing in a player like that and just all the money and all the business that it brings in. Yeah. If you are the owner, because you're kind of like involved in this club, you're the you're the next door neighbor, right? You're the owner of your own football club, and you're watching this happen. Like, would you not just like 
shot to the yeah. ego open up your wallet and be like all right bet like right now these two yeah, these two go. these two organizations <laughs> are fighting for the eyeballs of the state of florida for the next four years leading up to the world cup like what well no one cares about the state of florida come on everybody cares about the state of florida we're everybody's favorite yeah. meme all right Weird. everybody's here i'm glad you added the word Every, meme there yes because i thought you were gonna say everybody's favorite and i was gonna have to argue everybody with you. thinks that we're the weirdos but they would be nothing without us all right we we drive the entertainment in everybody's lives okay that's just that might be true i'm saying i'm saying y'all y'all need us y'all entertainment y'all need us for the happiness okay don't underestimate the entertainment value <laughs> Exactly, which is why the Wilfs are going to open up the wallets and bring a massive star back to Orlando. It's not going to be Neymar. It's going to be Mbappe. Could you imagine the scenes? It's going to be Mbappe playing in 90-degree heat in Florida in August. It's going to to be great. Yeah, and we're going to bring... My sober card values are going to skyrocket because Mbappe is going to shoot 100 every single night. Oh, and don't forget, uh, with the Brazilian connection, we're just going to bring Marcelo back from Argentina because, yikes. If you know, you know. He's old. He's old. <laughs> if you know, you know. Shout out to uh, that guy at the end of Marcelo Stomp. Rest in peace. <laughs> that one guy. Woo! That one guy. Oh, that was yeah, bad. yeah. Oh, I'm I'm actually mad you brought that up. I'm sorry. Well, I, my leg hurts now just thinking about that. That's one. why I wasn't trying to go into too much detail. I was like, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there in like the etherverse, yeah. and I was like, if you get it, you get it. If you know, you know, because uh, that's a terrible, terrible thing. Totally unintentional. Don't go after the guy, but uh, very, very, very sad to see. Very, very sad. Yeah, very sad. You hate to see it. We do hate to see it, but we did. We did. I'm, I'm tired of talking to Messi. I'm moving on. We talked about Philly and Carrot. Queretaro a little bit. How sick would it have been? Even though, like, I think we all had Philly winning this game right now, but Queretaro was on this like magic run. Like, Queretaro is not a good team. <laughs> They're not good in Mexico. They're never good. And they came over here and they kind of went on a little magic run. That's that's what the, that's what the cup is about, right? That's what these tournaments are about. There's always an they underdog. Lost, they lost like five to one to Philly in the group stage. Doesn't matter. They still got to the quarters. They got they got a lot further than a lot of other people looking at you, Club America. I mean, that's true. Looking to get further than a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Pachuca. Like, come on. There's there's a lot of teams that didn't make it. Of all the teams, of all the Mexican teams that didn't make it, because there is only one left, Querétaro was almost that team, and it would have been so great to see. My question is, why did they put teams in the same bracket? that played each other like you know like normally the world cup you put them on opposite sides so they can only meet in the final but these guys met in the round in the quarterfinals what's that all about i think it comes down to the whole like three team group i think it's it's just a miss it's like the lopsidedness of teams between the mls and mexico there's just way more mls teams than there is mexican teams and that just it throws everything for a loop like why like and that's going back to if orlando and miami both won their groups why are they facing each other and immediately in the round of 32 yeah. like that it doesn't it doesn't make sense so like so i just weird. think the the matching and the seating was a little weird and i mean it can get worked on like it went over like it's just it'll be interesting to see how they do the seating next season like are they going to base it off results from the league's cup or are they going to base it off the previous prior season's results like they did the first year are they going to have some games in mexico finally or even just group games in mexico and then have all the knockouts like back in the u.s whatever like deuce it, it'll be interesting to see 
what they uh, do. But I, 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 I still like the anywhere. bubble format. Like, just play it all in one spot. I, I love. I, I just well, shout out to it was just oh, the anniversary so of MLS's back tournament. And I saw all the mm. clips and everybody was posting everything. And I was like, such a magical moment in time where the it was world Disney. Went... It had to be magical. It was most magical place on earth. What's up? It's true. Pay everybody more money. Shut up. But uh, it, I, I agree. Like ever since you said that, like even when I was editing the last show and stuff like that, and listening to it, I was like, God, that's such a good idea. It's like, why doesn't this happen more often? It'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. I mean, it definitely gets stale for the people in that city, like going to a game every single night. Like, I, I get that. I guess, yeah. But maybe have like, have like four like regional centers. You know, I, I, I have in, seen like, that too. Yep. Played in like Orlando, Philly, L.A., and Kansas City or something. Gotta have a Texas. Then you gotta have you, something. You in gotta, Texas. Yeah, whatever. However, however you want to do it, it doesn't matter. But like. That way, yeah, you have to travel some, but it's not like you have to travel every single game. Right, like, right, that's right. a little ridiculous that it's, like, just fully home and away. No, yeah, I agree. That would be cool, too. Do, like, hubs for, like, the groups and stuff and, like, maybe, like, early rounds. And then that's that's what uh that's what the NCAA tournament does now, don't they? Right. They have, like... Yeah. S- and then, yeah. Well, the, the other thing with the NCAA tournament is, like, you either have to win or you're out. So, like... This you could like penalize teams to finish second, right? Like the second place team has to travel, whereas mm. the first place team in the group gets to like stay in their region. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that way you're not playing the same teams from the same region. Like you're still dispersing it, but at the same time, you're still you know you're still getting that uh that cross competition. Okay. See, look look at you. Look at that football brain. That's why that's why that's why we love having you here. You're like I work for a club now. I see these things. You know, you understand the logistics of all these things. And while we're at it, throwing it out, why are there four quarterfinal games on the same night? Yeah. Why? What the heck is that about? Why? Do two doubleheaders. Even the World Cup is that stupid. Do two doubleheaders. Two on Friday yeah. night. Two on Saturday night. You want what? no You want no competitive advantage. Fine. Like. The two quarterfinals that are going to play each other on one night in the semifinal. Yeah. And then the two quarterfinals that are going to play each other on the next night in the next semifinal. And the next semifinals a day later. Yes. And then one team gets one extra day of rest. But you get to actually spread out all the games. Yes, exactly. It's even, like very easy. Even now, the semis are on Tuesday and the finals on Saturday. Like, Wild. it's... They tried to, like, shoehorn a ton of games into, like, a three-week period. Yeah, and then like, and, and it, then immediately go right back to league play, like yeah. the next week after. Like, imagine if Miami does make the final, they're gonna play Open Cup on like what Tuesday or Wednesday after the final. Is it that and soon? Just gonna really? be... Yeah, it's literally next week. Oh shoot! Yeah, their Open Cup game is like ten days away. Well, I, I know. I think they did say for the teams that make it. I don't know. I don't remember if it was just the final and the third place game or the semis. They're gonna move their league game when they come back, so they're gonna move stuff around and just cause schedule congestion at the end of the season instead of right now. Lovely. Yeah. So either but can't move, but they can't move the open cup semifinal. So, Oh yeah. Well, wait, why can't they? Played. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess they would have, it's to. not their tournament. It's that's not, true. it's us. It's us soccer. That's true. So sucks to suck. You're going to play another game. Does Miami purposely lose this game? Just like, we don't want to play anymore. Well, we, that we played 
too many games. So here's the thing. Do you want to be the inaugural League's Cup champion, or do you want to yeah. win the Open Cup? No. Well, both. Well, in a perfect world, it, yeah, you want In both. Miami's case, yeah, both, because you're the best player on the planet, and you're probably not making the playoffs, even though, you know, so you go for it the would take a miraculous run. So, like, these are your two trophies. Like, right. this is your season right here. You either win or lose right now, and that's it. If you don't win them, you get nothing this year. And you spent a lot of money on Messi <laughs> to get nothing. So a whole lot this is, of cash. This is it. Although I guess you didn't spend a lot. MLS spent a lot. Well, Apple That's spent a lot. Beside the point. <laughs> Apple spent a lot. MLS don't got that kind point. of money either. Yeah. Well, they were. It's uh, funny that you bring that up, and I don't remember if we brought this up last week or not. But there's talks now that they're going to expand the roster and add a fourth DP. Yes. Yes. Are we cool with that? Oh, 100%. I honestly, I think that's not enough. I think you honestly like need to lift more restrictions on most. Right. It's like, look at the Mexican teams. They have like 13 DPs. Right. Like, like 10 DPs. Like, <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Apparently uh, it is. They're getting like crushed. The most- well, no, they're getting crushed for the same reason that we talked about last week. Yeah, like they're on the road, they're in the preseason, blah blah blah. Like they're supposed to get crushed, um, but like in a fair fight, it's not fair at all. So I guess maybe that is a fair way to do it. So like have the Mexican teams play preseason <laughs> on the road, and the MLS teams don't get to have real rosters, and then it's kind of a fair fight. Parody, uh, parody, perfect. That's what we're shooting for. Uh, I I actually was uh, kind of interested slash surprised, not in the salary cap comments, but in the comments about like, hey, we might have other, like we might have Brazilian teams, we might have Argentinian mm. teams, we might have, we can we can open this thing up. And I I thought that was really cool. I don't know what the like logistics of that are. Like at some point, it's just kind of the Club World Cup. Like I, you know, okay, but here's. Like, yeah, that's cool, but then what's the point of League's Cup if we're already going to have Copa coming in the next years and there's going to be MLS teams in that too? So why wouldn't they just scratch League's Cup and then just have Copa? Wait, there's going to be MLS teams in Copa Libertadores? Yeah. What, they're doing it in America. Is it what? Is it 24 or 25 that it's coming? I thought Copa America was in the U.S., which is the national teams. No, is it? No, I thought it was. Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure it's Copa am America. Get, am I getting them mixed up? I think you're going to mix up. I think it's Copa America. I'm going to look it up. No, because be yeah, sure. I saw someone that was talking to me that there was going to be like all this competition from Brazil and Argentina coming over and like having this massive tournament and then MLS teams are going to be added. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, if that's the case, League's Cup could do that. But there's no reason not to, right? Like why not take all these like smaller-esque regions who produce a lot of quality from a young age and just have yeah. them continuously compete against each other because it's only going to make the quality that much better. Well, because MLS is the beneficiary if they're not getting a stage ever, because <laughs> like they buy the Fukuda Torreses and then the put pipeline. them on the stage, and then Europe goes, "Oh wait, that dude can play." And it's like, yeah, of course he can play, because we because um, we have the TV coverage. <laughs> like, it's wild. It's also wild. Like I don't know if you saw the um, like there was a tweet about Messi's free kick goal, I think against Dallas, that got like two million views or something, right? He had a similar free kick in a Liga on game for PSG mm-hmm. and it got like 200,000 views. Yeah. And it's like even Messi is getting like 10 times the coverage that he used to get like around the world, period. 
just from being on this massive stage in the U.S. Like, yes, the talent is not necessarily as good as some of the European leagues, but the stage is almost bigger. Like, there's almost, like, more eyeballs on it. Now, granted, that's just somewhat because it's him. Right. But, like, that shows you... I, I feel like that's the only reason Mbappe's even considering, like, coming to the U.S., because he just watched Messi go from one of the greatest players of all time to, like, worldwide icon. Like, the like definition of soccer. soccer. Yeah. Yeah, like, literally, like, Serena Williams, LeBron James level of, like, just, like, icon, not even just sports star. Um, just by coming over here, which is which is pretty wild. Well, that's um, that's not. I feel like he saw that and he's like, "I need that." Well, that's why I'm saying like Messi coming here is changing everything because it's it's one of those things where it's it's not unknown that the way America does sports is bigger than anywhere else in the world. The followings, the teams, the entertainment, just the scale and like the massive, massive like eyeballs that all these teams get and like that's all they focus in on right like yeah the product's cool the sport's cool but their focus is the outreach and how many eyeballs they can get on this product wherever it is around the world so now with the world cup coming and i've been very open about this in like multiple channels where it's like the world cup is coming here in 2026 from now on from the moment that the world cup happened in Qatar, you see in commercials advertisements online like the soccer mania is here and they're going to push it for the next four years because it's in everybody's best interest. All the cities, all the restaurants, all the hotels, everything in this country is going to get flooded by millions of people to go watch one of the greatest like sports events in the world. It's one of those things where everything is just coming together right now. And Messi coming here like literally lit the fuse. For the next four years, I think if MLS lifts the salary rules, adds DPs, does whatever, we are going to have like Ricky Pooge is already here. We've had the slots on. We've had some stars, but I feel like now more than ever, they're gonna come in like massive waves, and it, it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. We're no Saudi Arabia though. We can't pull seven stars in one off season. Uh, that's a different point. But yeah, no, you're you're a hundred percent right. Like the soccer mania is gonna just take over. And it's gonna it's gonna be absolutely everywhere. And I don't even think it's started yet. I don't think we're that far yet. Uh, but we're gonna get Copa America. I did confirm. Uh, oh, so does Copa, Copa America is coming in uh, 2024 to the U.S., which is gonna be wild. Um, the last time that was here, Messi made the final and lost oh, to uh, to Chile. Really? Uh, yeah, that was in the in the golden generation of uh, of Chile with like Alexis Sanchez, Vidal. Or Vidal. Yeah. Yeah, all those guys. They uh they beat him on PKs, I wanna say. Um yeah, that was that was a wild, wild one. I think the US played Argentina in the quarters of that tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, but yeah, so you're gonna get that major international tournament. You're gonna get FIFA World Cup in twenty twenty six, and then you're gonna get the Olympics in Los Angeles, which is gonna be oh, are we? a big soccer. I think it's I think it's twenty twenty six. Um, well, that's fun. I, I didn't know the Olympics like, were coming that's, back. That's another like big uh, soccer. Like, I mean, obviously it's U twenty three, but uh, that's another like big, big soccer. Still league. an international tournament, right? How long before the Champions League finals in America? How long before they add MLS teams to the Champions League? That's my question. I well, honestly well, would not all... be surprised if they just like this. Is what I keep saying they should do. Is just take the Club World Cup and make that the Champions League. Well, like, they extended it. The, they added teams. Yeah, it's like it's like a massive tournament. Right. Now. 
Right. You make it a massive tournament. You make it a big deal. You make it huge prize money. So everybody wants to play their best teams and you put it all over the world. And that becomes the new pinnacle. Instead of having the Champions League be the pinnacle, Club World Cup's the pinnacle, which everybody has access to. So you can go to Saudi Arabia and qualify for the Club World Cup. Club World Cup. You can go to South Korea and call, qualify for the Club World Cup. Like you can go anywhere you want to in the world, right? And theoretically and qualify for that thing. Like that's where you get, like MLS, Brazil, Argentina, um, Saudi Arabia, Australia. Everything. Like some Other. of the like minor leagues are gonna start to like really pick up steam at that point because it's actually possible for one of them to go on a run. You know, I like that. But okay, so how much, how much, how much football is too much football? Like, they need, these are human beings, and they can well, only think, play so many yeah. games a year. Hundred percent, and I think we've reached the max limit. So I don't think you can add games. That's why I think you need to take away, mm, kind of like mesh like some of these Champions things up, League consolidate stuff. some yeah. of this stuff, and like Champions League does not need to be what is it, six group stage games and then seven knockout games. Like that's thirteen extra games. Yeah. Like Champions League doesn't give you thirteen games, okay. especially if you have that like pinnacle tournament where everybody's competing. Like you can have Champions League be like six, seven games, mm. uh, you know, and just eliminate the group stage of Champions League. So you just want to tear it and back down and build it back up. Yeah, and and Premier League, you play what thirty eight games, you know, bump that down to well, I guess bumping it down would require removing teams from the league, which would be difficult to do. Um, but you could knock out the number of cup games. Like, that wouldn't be that difficult. Right. Knock out the number of cups, period. <laughs> the Carabao, the FA, the... Like, we don't even care about <laughs> cup. Um, so, like, there's ways to, like, reduce some of the games. And then you add the extra, you know, couple games for the top teams. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Tear it all down and build it back up. I actually, I actually really do like that. And, like, the great... Do you think there's a world where we actually see that with how big... Like, I mean, obviously We're it's already there. a global game, but like, I feel like it's taking yeah. like there's I'm starting to see more just like regular like sports commentators and stuff, whether it be like NBC or ESPN that go. There's a real possibility in a real world where soccer is the third biggest sport in the world, where like it's finally even in America where it's like by hockey, by baseball, no, like not third biggest sport in the world. It's already the biggest sport in the world. Well, America is the world. That's it. Oh, okay. The third biggest sport in America. <laughs> America's the world. No, Everybody else sense. comes after. Right? That that makes more sense. No, I got you. I got you on that one. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think we're definitely getting to that point and, and getting access to the top level, right? America doesn't care unless you're the best. That's why we care so much about Lionel Messi. Right. Because he is the best, unequivocally, unarguably. We want to see the best. So you bring, you know, just bring a couple, bring Messi, bring Mbappe, bring Neymar, potentially have a couple of those teams be able to fight the Chelsea's, the Man United's, the Real Madrid's of the world. Uh, even if they lose, you know, four times out of 10, right. or wait, even if they win four times out of 10, they can go on a one magical run every decade. That's going to keep the interest of the country. Like we don't, you know, we, we want to see the best against the best, but we also love our underdogs. So it's kind of perfect for <laughs> for what we want to see. We all we all um, love a good underdog story. But like right now, Messi playing against FC Dallas, like who cares? You know? Like great, you're playing against a kid that was in college last year that that was, you know, drunk at his uh at his um 
what's it called? <laughs> Big kid beats up little kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Send tweet. <laughs> but That's it. Like yeah. I know and I know Messi's not used to being the greatest Argentine in the world, right? Because it just recently happened. Only because the real best Argentine in the world couldn't do it. Got popped. Couldn't do it against popped. against Nashville. He couldn't do it against Hani Mukhtar, who is back. Maybe three assists and a goal. Mukhtar never left. Wow. Well, he, he, he left for like he the never... last. He left for like the last month and a half. Hani Mukhtar never leaves. He just takes breaks. Well, well, he clocked never... back in from his lunch break. He clocked in. Nashville beat beat Club America on a. Uh, maybe a questionable call. And he was like, all right, no more questionable calls. Let's beat these guys. And boy, did they. Like, yeah, there was a red card to uh, DJ Taylor. Shout out to uh, I just bought him. And shout out Nashy. He knows DJ Taylor. Oh, does he? Well, yeah, I just bought him. I don't like him anymore. But do you think that's what it was? Do you think that the, the close call, the questionable call to America, they were like, all right. Bet we're not going to have this again. We're not going to have people talk bad on our name saying we didn't deserve this. And they came out and completely put one on Minnesota, who were, yes, down a man. But was this also a uh, Minnesota United coming back down to earth? Or do you think it was just a blip? They were just tired. They've been on I a heater. It was a blip, it to was... be fair. I think sometimes you just have one of those days where you get down. 10 men you've been you've been winning a lot of tight games you've played a lot of games you're just like well they score one or two and it's just not gonna be our day and uh and Nash just no mercy just like full speed ahead we're gonna roll up the goal differential in this knockout section um yeah but it's I I don't know I don't know that it says anything really long term about either of these two teams I just I think it just happened. The you know? the only reason I question it and I bring it up because Nashville's not the type of team to do this. If it was someone like yeah. LAFC or Messi came in and just took down Minnesota, like I'd be like, all right, it happens. But Nashville's not that kind of team. They're the kind of team that sits back, they pick their spots, they don't always score a lot of goals. They picked a lot of spots on this. Game. They picked a whole. A lot of spots in this game. They've only and, scored 31 goals in MLS play, to be fair. And they've played 24 games. And guess so they average just over one a game. And guess what? It's just not a lot. Surge is still just coming off the bench. And yeah. he's already come in in, what, the last two games where he debuted and has scored and produced. Nashville finally has a striker. I mean, dear God, let's hope they don't have a striker. Oh. You know? <laughs> like... You can't score on them already, and Hani Mukhtar is basically good for one goal a game. If they get somebody else that's good for one goal a game, they just never lose again. And Schaffelberg continues to prove that he is him. He might be the greatest living Canadian on the planet outside of Alfonso Davies. I might be inclined to agree with you. I am such a big Schaffelberg stan. The only issue that I have... I hate him in so rare. I I was going to say, I hate it because he is not a for sure starter and you just never know what you're gonna get and it sucks because i love schaffelberg but where he is right now is just not worth the headaches and trying to figure out that rotation because he's in and out but when he's in he makes it happen even off the bench he makes it happen like sometimes it's so hard not to play him but that just like 50 50 you just can't leave it up to chance when you're uh trying to win in the soul raiders but i agree yeah hate him and so but i am such a schaffelberg stand yeah I mean, agree. I have, I have, I have no more to add to that. 
Are they going to beat Monterey, though? That's the question. Ooh. And the answer is no. They are not going to beat Monterey. You don't think they can beat Monterey? I think they can beat Monterey. And they are at home, to be fair. And Monterey did just play in LA, and now they got to go to Nashville, which is great. Um, and they turned it on so, late, too. They they left it all down yeah. on the line. LAFC. And against against Nashville, that's not going to work. Like, if they fall down 2 nothing, it's just it's it's curtains at that point. Just forget it. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like Monterey is just going to carry the carry the torch, though. I don't think they're going to let. So here's the, lose. here's the thing. If I remember correctly, Monterey's starting striker is hurt, and that's why Funes Mori is starting. Funes Mori is still really good. No. Okay. All right. So we scored the winner, a great goal, which I have never seen him score for the national team. I will bring this up. You want to talk about Funes Mori? I got things to say about Funes Mori. Can't produce for the national team. Can knock out LAFC on any given well, day. He only started for the national team at like 32, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was a late addition. We didn't have any more strikers. Yeah. But I don't care. Right. I don't care. Why is it that I watch all those games with Mexico? He didn't do anything. I watch his one game against Don there's Garber's nobody Garley. else on Mexico to set him up. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you want him that to is, do? That is also very, very true. Yeah, the team's in shambles. Listen, all the good Mexican players are Want never on... back. What? No, no, actually, no, I don't. Which? Oh, I'm not even going to go there. I don't. So why does every? Why does all roads lead back to Messi? God. All roads lead back to Tata. <gasps> no, I, I was, I was also glad that Tata was gone. Either way, Funes Mori, not that great. Scored the winner in this game. I. I want Nashville to go through simply because I have a bunch of Nashville players in sober. And it just gives me more utility at the end of this tournament. That's that's the most that's the main reason why I want Nashville to go through. Uh this game- That is one thing. That is one thing I'll say. I've absolutely hated that half my teams are because I pick bad I pick players from bad teams, and I know I do that. Half my players have not played in like three weeks. And this is like the summer where Europe is off. And now Europe's back, and now they're gonna come back. I'm gonna be like, yes, I got my team back. No, I can't use them anymore. Hey, like, don't score enough. You just took you took a, a whole month of my utility for this thing and gave them like two games. You know, like that sucked. That part sucked. It does. Give them some consolation games that count. You know, right? Like, let the league start back up. Fuck it. Just, just let it kick off. You don't even have to let the league start up. Just do like, hey, we're gonna figure out who the 34th best team in. Mexico slash MLS is, and we're gonna have knockouts until we get to thirty-four teams out. <laughs> like, just I don't care how you do it. You know, you just gotta you gotta give me some more games. You know, we it's exactly what I was talking about with the Club World Cup. We need more games. Are we just complaining more that there's games. too many I, games? <laughs> Are we saying we games. need to take games away? Only from the players that I don't own. There's there's too many games. If I don't the players have- I own, I expect more. If I don't own you in Sober SO5, you run yourself into the ground. I don't care. Correct. Or you can just buy him a fitness boost in the club shop. That's true. Hey. Why why hasn't why didn't Minnesota think of that? You know? If they had bought a few fitness boosts, they may not have lost five nothing. Their uh their bank uh blocked the ETH transaction. They couldn't they couldn't afford it. They couldn't get their cash wallet set up in time. No, they don't accept USD till September. Mm, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, you're on, you're on to something. Ah, you know, it, it 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 is what it is. But uh, 
How do you think Don Garber feels right now losing to Monterey in the at the death where it all looks fun mm. in games? LAFC went up to zero and then Acosta conceded the goal, conceded a penalty, which led to a goal. And it was all over in the last Absolutely. 30 minutes. LAFC. After Monterey's complaining about how uh, how much they have to travel and how this sucks. And how the and then they go and beat the best team in the MLS. What do you think Don Garber did in that moment? Do you think he fell to his knees? I, I think I, I don't even think he was watching because I think he was at the messy press conference. I, I don't even think he cared, to be honest with you. I, I think he is uh he was cleaning Lionel's shoes, getting some uh some pens ready for autograph session after the game and and uh, and off we go. I don't even think he was watching. He's too busy counting his stacks of bills. Is yeah. he? Is he just like all oh, laughs? Just e- insert evil villain laugh. Is he just like watches <laughs> watches Leagues Cup go down? Just, oh brother! But look, would you say this tournament's been a success or a failure? Personally, I think it was a success. I think it was great. I think it's been incredibly fun. I have been entertained. I think it was great. I think it also caused a lot of division in the fan base. I feel like I feel like you like made a lot of people happy and you pissed off a lot of people at the same time. Like here we go with the messy thing again. I gotta bring it up again. Literally <laughs> at the during the Charlotte game, I was laughing so hard because the commentators were just like, "Oh, it's really weird. The crowd is uh, really quiet here. It looks like they uh, the spectacle is gone. They finally got used to Messi like dominating the league." And I'm like, "No, Messi just priced all the real fans out." Like for me to say this yeah. as the Orlando fan, all right, I'm gonna say this once and I'm gonna say it clear. Nobody clip this. I don't need this on the internet. Clip this. Put it on I, Twitter. I feel so bad for the fans that have been there for the last few years and just watched the trash dumpster fire of a club horrendous soccer that they have and they didn't even in the pouring rain in the pouring rain and just everything in the heat terrible stadium in fort lauderdale none of them got and they still showed up and made a lot of noise not no season ticket holders didn't get priority tickets to the game and then got priced out completely so yeah, no one in the stands is cheering and chanting because you priced all your loyal fans. And guess what? When Messi's yeah, gone, you don't cheer and chant at baseball and football games that these people are no, used to going to. They're just there to take selfies with Messi in the background, a hundred feet away. That's it. That's all they want. And guess what? When Messi's gone, you just killed your loyal fan base, and nobody's coming because Messi's gone. What are you doing? But as long as Don Garber's pockets are lined and happy, that's it. I don't know. It's just, it's, you're pissing a lot of people off, but at the same time, it's great for the good of the game. And we're all going to be really happy in four years when our league is massive. So take that part out of the equation, right? Don't consider Miami. Assume Messi had not gotten here and this whole tournament wasn't just like the Lionel Messi unveiling. Would it have been a success if not for Lionel Messi? I don't think people would have cared. You think anybody would have watched? I mean, people would have watched. I don't think everybody would be talking about it as massively as they do. I think Messi well, yeah. coming and making it as exciting as he did made the whole tournament bigger than I think it really was. Especially being year one. I think I love the yeah. concept. I love the two leagues going at it. I I mean, you could, this whole tournament, I prioritized 
MLS first league of games. Like it, I loved it. I loved seeing the two matchups. I still like seeing the two styles of football kind of go at it and seeing where like one was better than the other. And like kind of that dynamic. Uh, I don't think it would have caught on or as many people would have talked about it if it wasn't for the messy mania that came yeah. with it. And I mean, like I said, not to think that I don't think this tournament would be successful, but yeah, without Messi, I don't think it would have been as hyped up as everybody made it. Yeah. What do you Fair what enough. do you think? Yeah. I, 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 not that I you watched any of it. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. What is soccer? What is this? What are we talking about here? I don't know. Some... Isn't this the baseball podcast? Oh, wait, you want to talk about that new update that baseball just dropped? Oh, my God. That's so terrible. Oh, is it? Oh, God. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, God. All right. Well, we're not going to get into that because it's just so rare in the States. Football show. Leagues Cup. The semis are here. We got Philly and Miami. And we got Monterey and Nashville. Give me the winners of these two games. Who's winning the final? And who's winning the third place trophy? Because. Because that is important. Because three champions. That's true. Spots are on the line. Messi has a three quarters chance to get to the Champions League at this point, which is uh, awful. It's just going to happen. Awful. It's going to happen. There's basically no way they can't make the Champions League at this point. Charlotte was our last hope. No, I told you what was going to happen last week, and I'm sticking 100% to that because I don't watch games and I don't want to change anything. There you go. Um, Philly over Miami, Monterey over Nashville, Monterey over Philly, and Miami over Nashville. Just to make sure Messi gets in the shape of this cup. Because Don Garber would never allow Messi to not make the Champions Cup. They don't have to win the whole thing, but he will not allow them. He to sacrificed that. LAFC so Messi could run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, man. That would that would be bad. Oh, and just, just, to, just to save myself here, I am really not that much of a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. I just think it's hilarious to talk about. <laughs> I don't really care that much. I love this league. I, I, lo- I love the MLS. I will. I'm a sicko till I die. But it's just fun to criticize and just yell obscene things at the top of my lungs like everybody on the internet does. So I just want to fit in. All right. I'm just, try- I'm just trying to fit in. I. It's so much fun as the teams to get that criticism and to not take it personally. Yeah, that's it. Because so I've been on the other side of that. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Agreed. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We love the fans. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, it's uh, Yay. y'all need to, y'all need to calm down. It's not that serious, y'all. We're we're all here for a good time, not a long time. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. I So I Go ahead. I have a question. Yes. I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. Oh crap. League's Cup is almost over. Yes. We have ten games left. For most teams, ten games left. Yeah. In the last season. Sure. Who is the Big breakout player for the last 10 games of the MLS season slash playoffs. And you cannot say Lionel Messi because he's not breaking out of anything. He's the best player that's ever been known to mankind. (laughs) So can't say that. The most breakout player in the last like a few games. Oh, dude, that's rough. I mean, Longwane and Reynoso coming back from the dead has probably been the coolest thing to happen in the last like few games. But did they just get put back in the dead though? I mean, I think we agreed it was just kind of a, a blip. They 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 tired. They've been out. They've been on an absolute tear. 
it was it was unfortunate that it happened when it did. Uh but it's been yeah, I think I mean Vancouver's been a little washy here towards the end. Uh Brian White has been kind of productive. Alan Polito finally healthy and figuring it out. Chicago sneakily started winning games again. Chicago. Uh, I don't oh, it's I don't know. I yeah, I almost want to say the Reynoso and Halongwane are like the only pairing that really kind of stands out. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I think that would ha- I think that would have to be my pairing cuz other than that it's been meh. He's, can you explain to me how Xiao Paolo is as cheap as he is? Because I think people have lost faith in Seattle. Why? Seattle's just not the darling anymore. They're in fourth. Yeah, but look. They're, they're one point back of second. And? And they always are like, this time of year, they always turn it on. But are like, they, this though? Is are they going to turn it on, though? Look. This is classic Seattle to the fifth. Well, we say that every year. They always turn it on. Like They didn't last year. What, what are we they didn't make about? the playoffs. They did, they did not last year. That's they, fair. They, this For look, the first time ever, they did not make the playoffs. Rui Diaz is old. Make the playoffs Lodero here. is old. Rui Diaz is this old. Jordan and Morris is gone. The striker they need. But with the amount of people that they lost to Gold Cup, right. with the amount of oldness they have, yeah. right, they... Couldn't handle all of the people that left for Gold Cup. Exactly. And I think they need to retool some at the end of this year. But they're retooling everything. This is still a really good team. And like most of their players, most of their starters are like mid 50s, 60s guys. And most of them are like dirt cheap. And I don't get it. Okay. Well, let, let me add this kind of wrinkle into it because I've kind of been shopping a little bit because League's Cup is going on right now. Europe just came back. These teams aren't playing for two weeks. These prices, everybody is selling out to get into Europe right now. And MLS isn't playing. So the the biggest, the biggest division, biggest like league right now that is taking a hit is MLS. There's like a third of the season left. They're not playing. Nobody cares. Prices are down in the dumps. Things are getting reworked. Things people are worried about the future because, like, there's just so many factors right now that, like, MLS is in the dirt just in general. It doesn't matter whether they're good, whether they're bad. Prices are just in the dump. Facundo Torres is eleven dollars. Yes, the limited, right? Yeah. What? Yeah the 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 market is literally in the dirt, which is right. great because I've been buying a lot of rares. Which I'm moving I mean, up. That that's the time of year that we're in. I get it, but what? Uh, yes, me? I think League's Cup, where we all thought there might be like a little bump because the League's Cup is happening, that might have happened leading into it. But right now, it completely killed the market in the middle of summer, like it is dead, right? Because you lost all that utility mm-hmm. in the prime months. Now, is there a world where Europe started, everything got hyped, things get too expensive, people can't afford to get competitively, so they come and scoop up good MLS players to kind of tie them in towards? the middle of the season when prices go down is a possibility that I've been kind of thinking. So there is, there might be a little kind of little, little, little pump, little boost to the market uh, as people, as like the money flows through the system. Uh, but yeah, things are not looking great right now. 
Are you thinking more money is coming into the system, like more onboarding? I think so. Are you thinking? I think. I think that's what you're thinking. It, it moves up. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a steady flow of as users come on. Clearly, the Premier League is here, and they didn't do any marketing, which means they're going to wait until the new cards drop to really push. So new card push in the beginning of the season where prices are already a little inflated, plus an influx of money. I think people are going to... It almost like when people get priced out, they look for the next best thing, right? And it's going to be MLS, who is just coming back. Teams are fresh again. Rotation isn't as questionable because most everybody should be rested. And it's 10 games to go, and you got to make the playoffs. Yes. It's like you got to play it, guys. Yes. So I think that there's a world where trickle down economics kind of happens and the um, I like I'm not saying it's going to roar back up to like insane prices but I think there is a little bit of opportunity probably in the next few weeks where uh if you picked up again quality over quantity but picked up some quality pieces I think there could be a little bit of opportunity here in the next couple of weeks but again there's there's no real way to know how that goes so I don't know that's my I kind of think it's just more stagnant I don't even I don't think there's well I mean not that I you know not that I'm super in tune with everything right now, but I feel like it it almost feels like it's just going to like stay where it is. I think like it's an overcorrection. Kind of at, at bottom. It's kind of at bottom. It's going to just kind of hang out there because you are you are going to get some downward pressure as people sell out and move to Europe. Um, Which is, I think and you're going to get downward pressure. You're going to get downward pressure at more towards like October when teams start to get knocked out and they start to sell teams toward the end of the year. You'll sell teams a couple games before the end because you don't want to, like, for whatever reason, psychologically, people can't handle just holding their cards to the end and selling at the end. Like, they always want to, like, beat the curve, but the curve is, like, four games ahead of the end anyway. Right. So you're never, ever beating the curve. You're always in the curve, which makes no sense. Um, Just hold to the end, and you'll get, like, a little – you should get a little bump up. Um, But, yeah, anyway, um, I think it kind of stagnates, and then you just start to see, like, normal offseason rise as eventually so i feel like you almost like are better off buying now because you'll get 10 games of utility and you're not paying a cheaper price in like you're, you're not getting a cheaper price in two months you're gonna get so then you're gonna get the same price you got right now exactly you're yeah like you're you're, you're not paying less than you are right now to hold for the offseason like just go ahead and buy your offseason team there's no point and not and then you get to play them for a third of the season yeah now. i mean that's anyway. that's what i'm doing right now because it's and that's and that's where I'm stuck to, where I'm 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 at a tra- I'm in a transition point in my gallery, right? Where I'm trying to I have some top end limiteds in the MLS like America region, and like now I'm trying to like slowly creep my way into rare. And it's like, do I want to let all these trash limiteds go for obviously a really low price, but collectively yeah. put that into rares, which gives me more opportunity cost down the road, and a rare rising is going to return me a little bit more than a limited is rising so it's like am i taking a loss in the short term which i can make back on the other side like yes but it's like you're not even taking a loss you have to look at well, it yeah because the rares are also points. down and like the multiple right and you have same. to look at it as percentages right like right now whatever it is limited is eight times less than than rare great if in the preseason limited is six times less than rare then you should have held to the preseason sold and then bought buy your rares then if Limit if limited goes to ten times less than rares, then sell now. Sell your limiteds now. Buy rares, and you will be able to buy more than you will if you sold your limiteds at ten ten times lower. So it's it's more of like the relationship between the two as opposed to like 
where the market is in general. Like the market is down for everything, unless there's some reason why like the limited market specifically is down or the rare market specifically is down. That's where you get like differences, but um, it should just be relationship. It should just be like, hey, this is six x. Hey, this is ten x. Hey, this is eight x. Yes, but that's that's the hard part though. Where it it's hard like when you look at it, it's hard to like actually physically be like, oh, I'm taking this loss, but it's okay because I know on the other side, it evens itself out. But it's just like so hard. Like I'm letting ten crap limited cards go for one rare, and it's like. It just doesn't visually make sense, but when you like crunch the numbers, it's like okay, well, it ends up being the same thing anyway, if not but more. Think about, and it's like think about <sighs> when like those crap limiteds are they ever going to move off of crap? No, that's another. You that's know? another thing. Like they're they're always they're like they're almost you almost think of it as like they're lower or they're higher than what their floor should be because everything is down, but like you can't fall past like zero. So like they're basically zero. They can't fall lower. So, like, they would fall lower if they could, but, like, they can't, you know? Um, So, it's, like, right now they're six six times, or, yeah, six times cheaper than rares because the rare price is so close to it. Whereas, when the rare price goes up, the limited is going to stay the same, so then they're going to be eight times, you know? Um, so it's almost like an artificial floor. Like you can't, you can't go past zero and that like actually influences the market, which you have to consider. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's just tough to like, it's it's tough to rip off the bandaid sometimes, but, uh, it must be done. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a little traumatizing sometimes. You're just like, you're like, Oh, I know how much I paid for this. And it's just like, uh, but sometimes I, I don't even look go. at what I paid for. Stuff. I don't, I don't anymore. I, I used to a little bit more. Now I'm like, what do I have? What is this going to bring me? And what can I turn this into? Is basically how I'm looking at right. it. Like right now, like I'm just accumulating rewards and just using them yeah. as like trade tickets almost just like pawning them off and then just like whatever using it to get what I really want. So but every, every couple of weeks, whatever rewards I got, I just dump them and buy what I really want or what I need. So exactly. <laughs> we ball some of the price, some of the price that you lose on what you bought that you wanted, you're making up for in rewards that mm-hmm. you're selling, you know? So it's not one-to-one like can't even holding a like buying a card at $10 and holding it for a year and then selling it at $10 like a huge massive increase assuming that you were able to use that card yep and re- get thresholds and cards and other stuff so right, right. what y'all need if you have 100,000 cards like I do and don't use all of your cards every week then it doesn't matter and you're, you're wasting your money but uh that's beside the point yeah that's also i feel like i have too many cards now and i'm just like i need I, it's 100%. like i'm tired of looking at like a large number and i'm like i'm not getting anything back from 70 percent of these like why do i even have them but some of them are in collections now so like you're indirectly even though you're not playing them you're like adding bonuses to other things that you're playing it's so like you are actually getting something back from those you know well not all of them like <laughs> not all of them some of them yeah some somewhere. of them for sure but not all of them. I don't. I don't really. I don't really. I care about collections, and I don't because I don't actually focus. Like they influence my purchases. When I'm going to make a purchase, I'm like, okay, like which which season do I want to get right based yeah. on what I do have. But I don't right. go like, oh, I just bought this. You know, Carlos Hill. I need to go out and buy like all these like Revolution cards. Like, oh, I like I don't think about it. I know I probably should, but I don't like think about it. If so, funny story. I bought a Roman Celentano when he was like the greatest 
the greatest U23 goalkeeper of all time, and then literally went out and bought 20 Cincinnati cards to boost him 4%, and now he's completely useless. <laughs> it's like, well, at least I got all those other 4%ers on all the other Cincinnati guys, so hey, I guess that's okay. And Wobodo, Acosta, there's some pieces. Brandon? I didn't buy those guys. No, you didn't buy the good ones. You bought the crap? Yes. I didn't buy Vasquez. I did buy... Um, you bought 20 Barrial, cards for though. 5 bucks. That's what you're saying. Correct. <laughs> no, but I... I did buy Barrial, though. That's the only one that I use baller. on a consistent a basis. Yeah. Quick question on that, though. What's Celentano's, like, status? Is he is he up for a move? Is he going to stay for a little bit? Like, what do you... You have one, so you follow him a little bit more than I do. No, no idea. idea. All right. Good talk. Love this. I show. honestly was... I was on the con train for how long? Like, you guys that listen That's to the true, show yeah. know that I was on the con train, and I was like, con's really good. Like, Celentano's also really good, but he's not ready yet. And then... You sucked me into this Celentano train, and now it's back to Khan. Like, this is my problem with goalkeepers. This is what happens. I know the right answer, and then I'm like, well, he's been that way for a year. He must be the starter. Well, apparently not. Apparently that's not how things work. It's like the whole so, Colorado situation where, with Yarborough. Cool. Where, like, oh, yeah, they sure. brought in a goalkeeper, and then he just still started like almost and the entire year. he's ridiculously cheap this whole season, and I've been trying to get out of him this whole season, but I can't because he's so cheap. But he's just like balling. Like he's like he's like a fifty three average. And I'm like, I guess I'll just use on them. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, I hate it. I, I hate. There's I hate like it. no risk because he's so cheap that I, you know. Well, it's it's this it's crazy. This is a crazy game. Well, that's my thing. Like, like now that I'm moving up to rares, like the biggest thing has obviously been my goalkeeper. It's like, yeah, I could buy outfield players, and you know that's no problem. But like right. getting a goalkeeper and like. It's such a large price and such a big commitment to where it's like, oh god, like now I gotta, I gotta stick with this keeper for a while, right? And it's just like, which one do I want? And there's no keeper situation that I'm comfortable Nobody's with, safe. except for Gayese. So I'm just like, I was he's trying. Not even safe. Uh, he's he's a little safer than most. The second that he's safe, you the second you think you're safe, you're not safe. I know that's the problem, but it's like it's the only one that I feel okay with because I know a situation a little bit more. So I'm like, all right, I guess Gayese rare it is, and it's just like, ah. Uh, here I go in this. Here I go in this hole again, and uh, I hate. So, that. one last topic here before we wrap things up. Yeah, uh, I did something today because I won. I got. I think was second in baseball in Super Rare Pro, Ooh. so I got a big like ETH windfall, right? Ooh. So we sit on all this ETH. Kind of like, what am I gonna do? Uh, yeah, sure. A thousand percent interest rate. Mm. Um, sitting on all this ETH, and I'm like, okay. I'm going to do something. So I was like, what do I want to do? I don't need anything else in baseball. Good there. I don't really, I mean, I don't want to buy in Europe, right? Because it's so expensive. And I already set European teams. Like, I am I was already prepared. Okay. I don't really want to buy MLS cards at this point. Sort well, of. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I do. Because they're kind of so cheap. So what I what I ended up settling on was going through and getting very very cheap guys that i know have talent or at some point have been worth something that are like completely dirt cheap bottom like they cannot drop anymore mm-hmm. so like mm. the guys that are like 0. 0.00005 gotcha right yes um i was like i'm probably not gonna find much there's a lot boy did it was i wrong i bought one, two, three, four. I bought four pages worth of guys on sort of data. <laughs> so here's like rare or limited? limited? Limited. All right. Yeah. Um, 
And I might do this with Rare, too, if I can find a few deals. Because I still have a ton of ETH left. Uh, Ilac Enola. Ooh, just moved. Could, I mean, could, be, could, be, could, be, could be spicy. Trust me. He's been in the U.S. national team fringe. Like, he, I'm, I'm literally betting nothing on this. Until he gets hurt again. Right? Yeah. You're betting for him not to I get mean, hurt is what you're doing. But, like, I'm not betting anything. Like, if he doesn't get hurt and he scores goals and his price goes up, great. If he doesn't, I'll just own an Ilac Enola for the next 20 years. I like it. That's fine. I like it. Like, 22 years old. Yeah. So, like, he's got a potentially, pro- like, 10-year That's a promising player. player. Like, at some point in the next 10 years, he's probably going to be worth more than zero. You know? I like that. So, like, that's what I did. All these guys are U23. Josh Atencio okay. from Seattle. Yep. You know? Ralph Preso from Colorado now. Uh, Benji Kikanovich. Yep. Uh, San Jose. Still holding that one. Solid. George Campbell. Okay. From Montreal. The the future Miles Robinson. Brian Galvin in Colorado. Chinoso Ford. You think Colorado's going to turn it around, huh? Or in uh, Montreal now. Uh, Thor Ulfarsson. Ooh, I won his uh, reward. Cole Bassett. Cole Bassett. Okay. I was really surprised Cole Bassett was this cheap. Uh, Jairo Torres, Chicago. Carlos Tehran in Chicago. I like, I was looking at Santiago Moreno. Really? Santiago Moreno. I paid a little bit more for Santiago Moreno, but I was like, he's got actual potential and I think he's actually good. And I already had one limited, but I got a different year. And that's the other thing. I got one of each year for these guys. Ooh. So I'm like, I'm playing the collection game. Okay. But I'm okay. also I'm also investing. And then I got a few Jack Mahers and a Quinn Sullivan. Love Jack Mahers. So yeah. Not recently though. Jack Mahers, yeah. Killing me. Well, he's been I know, I haven't been able to tell. Like it's like I hear that he's back and I'm like, yeah, and I play him and then he doesn't, and then I sat him the last game. And uh yeah. he uh eventually he will be back. Yeah, eventually. And well, I also eventually I also want to love it. I want to love its reward. So I, yeah. and I've had a Willis, which shout out to Joe Willis has a family. Get, issues it, get a Zimmerman. I don't want a Zimmerman. Zimmerman's super cheap. Zimmerman. He's so cheap though, for what he could do. I guess. I don't know. My thing is like, like I feel like everybody has a Zimmerman. So I don't want one when I can get Maher and, or sometimes love it who kind of almost do the same thing. So it's like, it's, it's a little bit of a differential for me is where is the way yeah. I look at it. I guess you got to, and, and my hair is a little bit younger too. Back. So, Right. But shout out to Dax McCarty, who is having a resurgence really late in his career. Having an incredible, incredibly solid, like, you say resurgence, but he's always been good. Yeah. Well, last year he was a little kind of on the fringe. He he, he had a little rough time last year. That's because that's because they had a lot of midfielders yeah. last year. So he he, he yeah. stepped back up and he's really taken that. Yeah. He even looks good, too. He looks he looks healthy this year. Like, he looks healthier than yeah. he has in last year. You got a little crush on him? Yeah, maybe. Well, he actually has a new looks, he has a new podcast. A little, like, MLS Journeyman. He has a podcast with a couple other guys. Incredible, mm. incredible content. If you guys not check that out. Great podcast. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but great They're podcast. Not us. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I have a little affinity for Dax McCarty now, who is an MLS legend, okay? All right? Can we be real? Oh, yeah. Like, 100% MLS Journeyman. Ha! It's, it's podcast. him and Brooke Shea. <laughs> Those are the two legends. Let's go, Brexit. If you know, you know. Let's go, Brexit. Let's go, Brexit. Anyway, this episode has gone on long enough. I am tired. I got to get this thing posted and go to sleep. Chris, love talking to you. Is there anything else you want to let these people know before we go? Pittsburgh Riverhounds, four points clear at the top now. No more games in hand for the team behind us. We are cruising for a bruising. Always three-hour lightning delay doesn't matter. Ugh, Still got the two-nothing one. Sounds like don't care. Y'all should be a Florida team. 
We do, but we do we do better in the swamp. That's true. We we do better in the rain. Anytime it rains, we get like superpowers. It's great. It's awesome. Activate Florida mode. (laughs) Swamp Daddy strikes again. Let's go. Oh, I'm surprised you guys don't have like gators running across the field during the game. No, that's just outside the stadium. Trust me, there's gators everywhere. I was riding my bike once. It was dark. Didn't even see him. Fucking snapped at my goddamn tires. I was like, "What the hell is this gator? I, I, like hanging out on the side of the sidewalk? What the hell? Welcome to Florida." You like run over an alligator. Oh, try. You can't get away. Trust me, man. You see, you see it all down here. I love Florida, but that's it. Love y'all. Like, comment, subscribe. All that fun stuff that influencers say. Sure, sure, sure. Where's your stress, your sauce? Bye.